to the Trees and Nylon podcast. I am your host, Trees and Nylon, and I'm joined today by some community overlords in the whole Gorp Core scene, um, <laughs> the most fashionable Facebook users as well. I'm joined today by oh, Callum and Matt of Arcteryx Talks. Thank you so much for coming on today. Or should I say Arcteryx Talk UK EU? Which oh, one yeah. is it? You've got to get the UK EU in there. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, because yeah, 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 there is the... an Arcteryx Talk US, allegedly. Not as big as I'll say. Just... Is there? I don't even know about it if there is. I haven't now, heard of it. Uh, what, yeah. Who's our main competitor? What, the, the leaf, <laughs> what's that leaf group that we all got banned from? Uh, main competition, but it's full of people that drink too much beer and like to shoot <laughs> animals every weekend. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> and is it is it US-based, I assume, or is it... Yeah, uh, I think every single person in the group is above the age of 40 as well. Oh, yeah. okay. It's kind all either losers. like ex-fed as well. It could be like ex-fed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, people you want to mess with for sure. To be fair, <laughs> I've met a couple few lads. Cool. Like well, the guy I bought my drack off was in there and he was like, he was an ex-power trooper turned like like deep sea lifeguard. Like That's pilots pretty cool. the big sea kings. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, now nah, that group got. Pre- I can't even remember what we did. It was, it was. I think we. I think it's something as stupid as just like triple bumping a post, and then <laughs> I think it was me and Jack got booed at the same time. Because I because when he got told off for triple bumping his boost, I would I mm. like replied to the admin and like that's grow up, and then we just. <laughs> But that was the only group that got close to like ours. Like obviously, as soon as the Arcteryx hype happened, ours was the one that blew up because like yeah. any like streetwear group that was born out of Europe has that UK EU on the end. So it's not just mm-hmm. Arcteryx. You know, there's loads. Yeah. There's like, you know, the original is Supreme Talk. I think I don't know if there was one before that, but that's what's the the. So Arcteryx Talk is basically a streetwear group as a as much as we try and convince everyone to actually go outside. Yeah. <laughs> Find the good fight. <laughs> and then we had an Instagram account that had, I don't even know how many followers. It was a lot. And then we almost hit five, I think. Yeah. And then it got deleted. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was trying Sorry. to look for an Instagram to tag when I posted that you guys were coming on, but I couldn't find one. Yeah. So that's, uh, that'll be the, that's the big, that's why we came on. That's the only oh, yeah? is make an official announcement that our, our, it's been taken down for impersonation really um so yeah we they can't. got you too huh I, I guess it got reported and someone said that we were pretending to be arcteryx as a company as opposed to representing a community group but i've heard that you can't exactly appeal that too easily with instagram without having yeah. contacts within instagram and paying money to have it done so fuck it mm. i mean it's a yeah. shame we, we had like half of the arcteryx staff following the account so wow it is, it is what it is Mate, then we have the the unknown spaces was followed. The yeah. unknown spaces and the yeah. Nicole McLaughlin. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. not, that's not a, to mention one 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 on four <laughs> index. <Yeah. laughs> the man, the myth. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I guess we've we've been talking for a bit. Uh, you guys haven't introduced yourselves. If you want to go over who you are, what what voice is connected to what name, and uh. Oh, yeah, I guess cool. I, I, I assume they know your admins of, of the page, but I guess <laughs> a little bit about you. I don't know. Um. Yeah. OK, so I'm I'm Matt and yeah, I I admin the, the group as much as I can at this point. It's kind of, a 
it's it's bloated beyond our <laughs> expectations. I wasn't the original admin actually. Ethan mm. founded it, um, and he was by himself for like the first couple thousand. I dropped him a message. I was like, "Look, if you need help with this, like I used to, I worked in like I worked in the industry for a while, like outdoor mm. pursuits, and and out like I managed an outdoor shop up the road from me for a while. Um, so I was like, mate, I know too much about." outdoor gear to not be part of <laughs> like part of this group <laughs> yeah um but yeah and then i've been yeah i got callum on the team um jack lewis and um joe is that all of us i'm not forgetting anyone am i don't think so so yeah, yeah. i'm cal uh, i got invited by matt don't even know when a few years ago now i thought fuck it why not uh, I'm an electrician in my day to day. Nice. So that's how I fund my addictions to mul- multiple <laughs> vices. Um, and yeah, I like to hike and go outdoors. That's why I got into Arcteryx. Really, it wasn't for the hype. I mean, I got on it before the hype, so I can put that out there. Okay. Yeah. But, Just yeah. let the people know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let everyone know. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Uh, well, this is the Trees and Nylon podcast. The way we do things around here is I'm going to ask you guys about trees and also nylon, going through past, present, future with both. Um, so whoever wants to start first, you can pick which topic you want to do, uh, trees or nylon, and then we'll just kind of go from there. Uh, all right. Um, I'll go for trees. Awesome. Yeah, go ahead. Start Sweet. us off. How did you, you get into the good old outdoors, going outside? Oh, really fitting actually. Uh oh, yeah? being it, it was it was definitely it was my so my grandpa mm. who I'm in I'm in his I'm in his his, his office right now. Um <laughs> yeah, like he he like my family big into kind of hiking and the outdoors and stuff. My grandpa is kind of like that OG pioneer guy. Like I remember digging out like he's got old Patagonia kit from like donkeys years ago. Um and yeah, he's just done loads of crazy shit i've been collecting like he's got these books at the moment he's he's fascinated with south america the amazon and stuff like mm. that so um i've been collecting his old books and reading through them of just like they're mostly crap like there's a lot of just like it's just these like old racist old white men who have gone down into S- south america to go exploring yeah. and it's just like kind of but it's like interesting to hear the kind of crazy stuff that happened like out there but um yeah so like that kind of stuff was like what i was born into and my like my grandparents used to take me to like the lake district that's my that's my og like out of like all the english national parks you'll catch me there like 90 percent of the time but yeah hiking there like pretty much my whole like life like I mean, I'm a, I'm 26 years old at the moment. My goal was to climb every rain right by 30. But then a few years ago, I accidentally, well, I say accidentally, I decided to go to uh, art school. And that's kind of <laughs> a big poo on that. Like, I can't, I'm not going <laughs> to, I don't think I can do the two at the same time. It's like be a designer or climb every rain right. There's like, like 200, I think 226, something crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so family ties. retirement, mate yeah the thing is i've met like that literally at my shop i've met that old boy that comes in and he's like yeah i'm taking like this 50 year old guy came in i think he's even older than that actually i think he's like 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 mid 70s came in and was like 
I need some walking poles because I'm going to climb my last Wainwright. And I found that so cool. And he was the reason yeah. I decided I'm going to climb them all. Um, Shout out to him. What a legend. But now nah, I did everything. Like I was, a, I, was, I, was a, I was a scout, but like from day one. So I did beavers, cubs, scouts, explorer scouts. And then oh. I fucked that off because um, <laughs> it just gets fucking weird. And then... Um, so yeah, once you're gonna do the blood sacrifice, you're like, maybe this yeah. is a little too much for me. <laughs> it's a bit too much. Nah, it's it's full of like it gets it gets into the territory of like like proper weirdos doing it for like weird ego boosts. It's like, nah, oh. I'm just here to like okay. hike. Yeah. Um we allowed to swear on it, by the way. I've just already started. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got it. Man. I didn't Don't want to <laughs> worry about it. You stopped yourself earlier, <laughs> but I wanted to let you know. <laughs> yeah, so for, for me, it was like I didn't really get into hiking until later on. Maybe I was like 18-ish, but mm. it started for for me. It's like I used to do a hell of a lot of drugs and me and my friends would be like, hmm, where can we do drugs that's cool? So we were like, oh, let's go wild camping. I know. So we'd go to like Dartmoor, get a good spot. Like we still followed like Leave No Trace and stuff. We weren't the yobs yeah, yeah. that were like lobbing bottles everywhere and starting fires, didn't do fires or anything like that. Yeah, Just sort of chilled out, did a bit of acid walked about done hikes so that's that's where it started really i don't do that shit anymore so i just do it without the drugs <laughs> oh you still enjoy it that's awesome hell yeah so it wasn't the drugs the whole time it was just an excuse to get outside to get your oh, friends yeah. to go outside you're like yeah i guess oh, i'll, yeah, do, I'll yeah. drop acid with you guys if we can go on a hike <laughs> drugs was the gateway that yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> gateway into just you know that's awesome going outside <laughs> Being like a streetwear kid, like from the, the basement, if you, you like Yankee yeah, yeah. boys know about that. If you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard about the basement. <laughs> so I was obviously into like streetwear and stuff like that. And then sort of progressed on to higher fashion and then regressed back down when I didn't really, I sort of got out of that sphere a bit now because it's a bit egotistical. But I got into the Arcteryx because it's sort of like, oh, I'm hiking. So what's the best stuff I can wear? And then naturally I came across that. So. Yeah, so I sort of made my start into going outside. I, As we said earlier, I'm uh, leaving really early in the morning to head up Penny Fan yes. for a sunrise summit, hoping for a cloud inversion. That would be great. But uh, I'm just hoping it's just – well, I know it's not going to rain, but I'm just hoping it's good visibility, to be honest. Yeah, you're waking up at 1.30. Oh, no, you said you're not even going to go to bed. We talked about this before, Pod. You said you're just going to do might, a power nap. And yeah, then... <laughs> I might do a power nap. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> you feel shit if you don't get a little bit. Yeah, I feel, I feel like maybe you should uh take a, like a maybe more than a power nap, maybe like a three or four hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, you've already kind of led into what we're doing nowadays. Um, how often do you guys think that you go outside? And I know the answer is not enough, but besides that, how often <laughs> yeah. do you think of getting out? God, I mean, since yeah, so like I said, I think twenty. Yeah, so last year. And I think since 2020 for me, like I, I haven't gone out as much as I used to. I think at mm. least at least once a year, I definitely go to like a national park, and at least like three times a year, I'll be doing something like out like properly outdoorsy, like whether it be camping or yeah, yeah. or or something down those lines. Um, Some of the more but, intense than just going on a walk. Yeah, yeah. But since going back to uni, it's like the time has kind of slipped for me and it's 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 kind of the bittersweet like something i have to kind of get over but no yeah like god like when i was at Cots, so i used to work at Cotswolds outdoor which is like one of the larger outdoor chains in the uk 
Mm-hmm. when i was there they cater towards if you want to go hiking they're pretty like helpful with like letting you do that so i think mm. like between nice. 2017 and 2019 i was hiking like four or five times a year like doing proper stuff um and then like would be camping or i even had like a stage of bushcraft um lockdown i was canoeing um and all sorts so i i found like I was definitely, I had a stage of being a lot more outdoorsy, but now it's kind of slowed down whilst I'm studying, but hoping to pick it back up after when I get some free time. Yeah, for me, it was sort of like every weekend, but the last, I'd say 2022 up to now has been a weird time. And I think time is sort of like frozen in place and every single day has been the same. So I haven't been out as much as I want to, but yeah i mean that's why i'm heading out tomorrow a friend's just come back from traveling for a year and a half so i thought we'd make oh, something wow. of of like i haven't seen him since he's come back home it's only been like a week so it's a nice way to uh reintroduce each other go for a nice hike together very good yeah i mean obviously that sounds amazing it's gonna be a lot of good time together you're both gonna be very awake for the whole time and yeah i'm gonna be very british and take up a, a flask full of tea so oh yeah. full of tea that's wonderful. oh yeah not not coffee i don't drink coffee i'm not a coffee man Try to, keep, try to keep my addictions limited <laughs> yeah i'm not a big coffee guy either i i do prefer like a nice green tea but again i don't drink like english you tea. have had english tea yeah i've had it it's okay you probably haven't had it made right someone's probably like dunked the tea bag <laughs> in for half a second and threw it in the bin and put way too much milk in no 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 i we have like earl gray and we have english breakfast tea here i don't know i don't i just don't like black tea in general i'm just not a huge fan and I don't, I don't like taking any cream or sugar with my tea. So, yeah, I don't have sugar either. I used to have sugar like two, but when I started not having sugar in tea, if someone puts it in now by accident, you like it, want to spit it out. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, thought I don't drink tea. I've never, never, never drank tea, but my nan will still be like, "Do you want a tea?" You know, she still asks. I'm like, it's gonna be. It's been a no for 26 years, but one day you'll come around. Maybe one day you'll grow up one day after art school. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I did have. A, I had a green tea stage. I had a green tea. Stage. Oh, okay. I, there you I, go. I you'll get on the matcha. That's what's next. No, I have been on it already. Not in a oh, tea there you though. Go. <laughs> I put it. I put it in my. I put it in my protein shakes. A oh, bit of matcha nice. powder. That's good. Yeah. Do you like the flavor of? It? I, I. Some people are just not fans. I like. I like that it like contrast because I don't know if you've had like protein shakes are so fucking sweet sometimes. Yeah. So having the matcha to be like a little oh, bit earthy, it little like really bitter, counters earthy. it. Yeah. Yeah. It counters it out. So it's good. But it also makes it like turns every protein shake. Like if it's not turning it green, it's going to be like gray. <laughs> yeah. And it just looks like <laughs> you're drinking sludge. cement. Yeah. It literally <laughs> looks like I should be like pouring this into someone's patio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice uh cool uh i mean i guess we can move on to the future now what are some places you guys want to go to hikes you want to go on we'll say places obviously for like the outdoors element everyone wants to go to like yeah a city who cares yeah no no destinations in like yeah i'm gonna go to hong kong you're talking like i'm gonna hike (laughs) this yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, you go first Cam. i've got a long list (laughs) (laughs) uh i mean just this year, uh, I mean, for me, I want to go wild camping a few times. So uh, close to me, it's the only place that's actually legal because the UK sucks for that sort of shit, really, yeah. is Dartmoor. So I'll probably and that's go there. changing. That might be changing soon. Have you been hearing yeah. about that? 
Oh, yeah. yeah. You know they're, they're taking away the right to roam everywhere? Uh, especially in Dartmoor. I mean, the right to roam yeah. is pretty much gone in all of England, yeah. apart from... Mm. There's like an unspoken thing, like is like in 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 the Lake District, it's like accepted if you're above the tree line, no one's gonna bat an eye. Yeah. Um, but like if you if you're like in someone's field, then that's when you're gonna piss people off. I think it's still very much still right to roam in Scotland, though. You're pretty. Yeah, much Scotland's far. so open. Mm-hmm. You can even sleep in your car there, whereas in oh, England, well. you, you'll get arrested for that shit. Yeah. Really? You'll you'll get a torch through your window at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I um, I just want a wild camp to be honest. Um, unfortunately, the spot that I I went to with my friends um last like a few years ago it is now because there was a court case like a couple mm. months back, and mm. they've taken away like twenty five percent or thirty percent of where you can camp now. So that wow. that's that area is completely gone. I can't camp there without a ranger or landowner moving me on most likely because it's very open. Visibility is open. So that's can't exactly, can't exactly set up a bright red MSR elixir tent and not <laughs> expect to be waved on. That's your fault for getting an elixir, to be honest. Uh, true. <laughs> I could stealth it, but it's that's the thing too, what, about, no stealth in it. about UK camping is that, in my opinion, I don't, I don't think there's a lot of trees in the UK. You know, in the US... It's not. I don't. I don't camp anywhere. You're not supposed to. But mm. <laughs> if I if I was going to, there's a lot of trees where I could, you know, be mostly hidden. Or mm. if I don't make a fire, I'm like no one would really see me. But in the UK, yeah. like I guess it's the most scenic spots that are, people are posting on Instagram. But they just look like treeless fields. I so mean, if you're the camping pro- there, someone could just walk yeah. up to you. The yeah. problem with the UK is it's not big enough. So all the good mm-hmm. spots everyone wants to go to, like the last time I went wild camping, uh, we had a place in mind and we set out, we walked for about six and a half hours and then set up camp. And then within an hour of setting up camp, there was literally 10 other camps set up around Jeez. us. And we, when we set up, there was only one. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I actually I have a story about uh people setting up next to you. I took my fiance, her friend and her husband camping for the first time, like backpacking. They the other two mm. had been like car camping at a campground. Um but we went up to the spot we always go to and it's kind of an unspoken rule uh at this one spot cuz it isn't a huge spot that like, you know, if you're not there first, tough, go somewhere else. Yeah. There's other spots you can camp at. The view isn't as good at those, but like you didn't get up early enough. You didn't hike up, yeah, quick enough, yeah. whatever it is. Right. So we get up there. We got up at like 1 p.m. And I even at 1 p.m. I was like, I don't think we're going to get it. I think there are so many cars in the parking lot. Just like, I don't I don't think it's going to happen. And we get up there. It's free. We set up. It's like 6 p.m. rolls around and a guy comes up with a dog. He's like, hey, how you doing? Oh, what's up, man? What's up? He said, do you mind if I pitch a tent? And I said, oh, uh, kind of. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry, man. And he's like, what? I said, yeah. I don't know. We just, you know, we got here first and there's some other spots down the road. If you want to know, if you want to go, he's like, are you fucking kidding me, man? This is public <laughs> land. And I was like, uh, yeah. Have you been here before? Like, you know, there's half a mile down. There's another spot. And he's like, yeah, it was fucking shit. What would you do if I pitched up here? I said, I guess just nothing. Cause it is public land. He's like, all right, cool. I'll be over here. So then he walks down a little bit into the woods away from like the view yeah. and he just keeps going. And he's not on trail. So we're like, is he just setting up in the woods away from us? Uh, and then what we think he did was he like went super far down so we couldn't see him and then cut back to the trail and went back to the other spot because we saw another tent there when we woke up in the morning. But everyone was pretty freaked out because he was super aggressive. And that's never happened before. 
that's mm. weird that's yeah, crazy was, yeah <laughs> if it was like a group of people and i wasn't with people who had been hadn't been camping before i'd been like eh, okay cool like if i was with the boys it'd be like yeah i guess we'll like hang out tonight with random people but it was more of an intimate setting so i didn't want yeah. that guy there and no one's ever asked that before we've been turned down from that spot too it's kind of like oh you're camping here all right cool i'll find another spot I mean, yeah. I can't understand some people. Like, why ask the question if you're going to protest yeah. the answer? Yeah, why Why ask the question? And then he was so hostile. Like, it would have been really awkward the whole night That's for crazy. both of us. Yeah, if he decided to pitch up and just, like, sit right in front of you and just be like, yeah. yeah. Power I've got move. A, I've got <laughs> a good story for um, people, like, setting up by you and like, annoying you in the night. Oh, so, man, trust. Same. I, I went to um, uh, the Festival of Speed. Have you ever heard of that? Well, um, Goodwood, Goodwood one. Yeah, Goodwood Festival of nice. Speed. So it's it's such it's like one of the biggest car events in the world, and the oh, nice. the cars you get there are so, so rare, good. like two fifty so GTO Ferrari stuff like that. Like the bread one, van, mate. Yeah, you get some insane mm. cars there. Car manufacturers come and reveal their cars and stuff like that. But oh, well. um, all the hotel prices, as you as you can imagine, everyone flock into one part Huge. of the UK. It's going to yeah. be expensive. So we decided to camp in a field and it was like one of those mm. camping fields where everyone's got a pitch and there's a bit of distance between you but if you're not considerate you can hear other people and i went with two friends one of the guys i went with is like six foot eight absolute brick shit house like this guy's like the terminator and we were trying to get to sleep and there were some guys uh two pitches over and they were making noise all night like like playing music out of a speaker oh. and i think ev- i think everyone was getting annoyed but no one wanted to say anything so mm-hmm. my, my big terminator mate just in his underpants <laughs> just wearing his bo- boxers no socks or anything walks up to their tent sticks his head in and goes shut the fuck up and then there wasn't <laughs> there was not a peep for the rest of the night <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes you got to have the terminator with you if you want those people to show up <laughs> I mean, if I tried that, I probably would have got filled in. But... <laughs> yeah, for real. And, and in the UK, I will say this. We were worried about, like, really escalating because in America, you know, you got guns. That guy could have be strapped, strapped up. you know? Yeah, for real. So, uh, you got you to gotta de-escalate in those situations. I, I mean, what's worse, though? In America, you can get shot. And, I mean, a 9mm round, it, most people are an awful shot. A 9mm round, you're probably going to survive. Yeah. Uh, in this country, it's oi, mate, you're just going to get stabbed. Yeah, wet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I'd rather get shot in the leg with a nine mil than get stabbed in the guts. Oh, especially, <laughs> yeah. Especially when it's going to be like a kitchen knife in there. It's going to be some ute with a yeah. cleaver. Oh, yeah. You got to get an infection off that, too. Not only, nah. it's like. Poison. Oh, yeah. No, I'm near, yeah. I live near Luton. So, I, you know, it's a daily hearing something happening, someone getting stabbed. It's, it's And, like, I've seen, like, like footage but like god no this funny enough nowhere near as hostile as these reviewers because i think i'm just polite um but <laughs> uh, when me and my mates would go we kind of we were going down and we we camped down in near Durdle door um because it's really good for for deep deep water soloing there so mm. oh, no. we set up we set up down there to do to do like climbing and swimming and it normally just turns into tombstoning. We just fucking just send it at the water and just try and not die. But um, <laughs> there's there's like this campsite near it, and it's it's the perfect campsite. It's like it's the trail. There's like a there's like a dirt track to it that's like half a mm. mile long. Mm-hmm. At the in one corner of the campsite, there's a stream. It's got 
like it's off the grid showers that have sound it's got fucking compost toilets and all of that so it's like completely in its own little bubble wow. and it's this huge field it's like this feels like the size of like three football pitches and we find like one little corner there's like one caravan in the other far corner and then there's a couple tents at the entrance mm. and we pitch up me and my mates um and so this place is next to do you know do you know um Callum I know Bovington camp no is it Bovington it's a tank, tank like a yeah, tank. Yeah, Bob- Bovington Tank Museum. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. that that is literally within earshot. And we didn't realize this weekend that we decided that we're gonna f- um, go and do some tombstoning. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking is is the is like tank fest or some shit. <laughs> like there's a festival happening, and this like so we're ter- we turn up and the- oh yeah, another thing. There's this like the maddest setup in one of these corners there's like fucking like four land rover defenders in like a square wow with ro- all with roof tents uh-huh. and then we've just like layers of mesh camera they've just built this huge fort in one corner that's pretty cool it looks one, sick one as four fuck. index yeah. wet dream exactly <laughs> literally i never <laughs> saw Gary. anyone yeah i never saw anyone go in or anyone go out so like I don't know what was going on there. Lewis Maybe they all got there. carbon monoxide poisoning from the <laughs> Yeah. Literally. Oh, God. Oh, I have a sad story. I have a sad story about that. That's what I say that for maybe another day, to be fair. But no, so um, <laughs> literally, so we're, we're pitched up. We literally, we get back from the first day, the sun's setting, and like, we're like, we've got like our wetsuits drying on the car, and like all our climbing shoes are like lined up, dry, like drying out because we're just soaked through. And we've got like, they they get they hand out like, have you seen how people are using the inside of um, like tumble dryers and washing machines as as like fire pits now? Yeah, so we got, oh, one, of, we got, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got yeah. one of them, so we got one of them, and we, we've got a fire going, and this truck rolls up next to us. And like right next to us for no reason, mm-hmm. like literally within like six feet. And this guy gets out and he's like, it's this old dude. He's like, this is a good spot, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, there's also like this campsite is three football pitches wide. It's huge. Yeah. Like, why do you have to be in this corner where we are? <laughs> he ends up pitching up and it's this old geezer. And he's like, he's blessing. He must have been lonely. So we end up talking to him. He's like, yeah, I'm here for the tank museum. You know, I'm here for tank fest. And he's got like a tank on his t-shirt. <laughs> He like sets up this, fan. yeah, sets up like this trespass tent that's like barely, like you know, there's a there's a gust of wind and the whole thing that's oh, about to fall over. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't know if you've heard of trespass, but I, I like that is like <laughs> uh, it's it's like um Dollar Tree. Um, oh jeez. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not good. Yeah. It's dirt, you know, and he and he's got this like recliner chair. He pulls up. He starts chatting to us and he starts basically he rips into us on the first night out of the blue because when we he's like what are you guys here for i can see your wetsuits what do you guys do are you surfing and like well you can't really surf on the jurassic coast there's like no surf here so no we're we're um we're we're cl- we're rock climbing and diving and stuff like that and he's like you're gonna kill yourselves and then just ends up going like roasting us about how idiotic we are for doing what we're doing and then and then at the end what? of it he's like but I respect it. I respect what? it. And it's what like, do you hate us or like us? Like, what, what's going on? This is so uninvited, and you're just pulled up next to us. And this is like the first evening, so we're like, we've got this guy. The whole we're we're debating like packing up our shit the next morning and moving to the other corner and just seeing <laughs> if he'd notice. He probably would have followed you, been like, hey guys, I saw you move camp. Yeah, yeah. what was that about? Yeah, this spot's <laughs> even better, guys. This is. <laughs> I see why game. you moved now. 
<laughs> but uh, um, then like the yeah, the second night he's like you know we come back and he's sat in his chair. We come back from our second day and he's you know he's asking us what we've done and like and he's telling us about tanks and like <laughs> at this point like you can actually hear the tanks in the background. Yeah. I'm like why are you still at the campsite? Isn't the the festival happening? Like I can hear like, like <laughs> he wanted to come see his favorite guys. <laughs> he didn't like, want to miss you. <laughs> it was so fun. It was the ultimate example of like wh- who like why are you in here but to be honest i'm not mad about it it was funny the whole thing was hilarious like i didn't really feel like my space was being too violated because i was like this guy's just odd he wanted to give you guys a quest exactly (laughs) side quest complete it was crazy gotta tell him about your day gotta go (laughs) fetch quest for him well, that was it like we told him like because because he didn't know that there's a river at the far end and he's some yeah. old boy who probably can't walk very far but i was like you should go down to the river like we went down the river one evening and just like mate i've never stank like i have after that that <laughs> camping trip just being in salty water yeah um sweaty boys like it was peak summer like sweaty boys in a tent the only <laughs> shower we have is this like solar powered dribble shower like yeah mm-hmm. And we we like we we wash off in fresh water, which is never a good idea because fresh water still it's river water, so yeah, it's not going to be great. Um, so it was quite funny. Um, I just and then hanging around this old boy as well, and then <laughs> yeah, but now nah, belter of a trip. Regardless to that, like got Sounds stuck awesome. in, got stuck on the M25 on the way back. Sat in the back of my mate's Mini Cooper. The inside of the car reached like thirty eight degrees. Oh. And I hadn't showered that day, and I just savage. Was like, my nostrils are burning, bro. Sardines <laughs> in a microwave. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt. I don't think you ever answered places you want to go. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's a whole. I mean, I like how Callum's answer is simple as just wanting to do more wild camping. But I have like, I mean, I have ambitious goals. Whether they're ever going to happen, I don't know. But like if it wasn't <laughs> if it that was a shot if it wasn't lockdown <laughs> um my my plans for 2020 so after mm-hmm. doing it doing a lot because like that prior to 2020 i did loads of i think i went wales like three times in one year um and then lake district twice and i was like okay cool let's finally because i've never hiked outside the country yet like i've been outside oh. the country but i've never hiked when i've been out there so my big next step was to go to the Pyrenees like because I can oh, drive down to, I wanted yeah. to drive down to the Pyrenees um and I wanted to go somewhere that's huge but quiet like my my kind of like the Alps for example I feel like it's just going to be full of rich skiing pricks which Forest, I can't yeah. really like I might be wrong but like I'm just like that's not my space so I thought the Pyrenees Don't risk would, it, yeah. would do perfect uh, like Andorra or something so Andorra was the stepping stone and I was going to train in Andorra I wanted to go do um I think it's called Long's Peak in Colorado. Um, mm, I've heard I, have of that. A, I have a friend who lives out there. It basically looks like Snowden, but on crack. Like it's like the next, <laughs> like it's just this massive horseshoe valley with yeah. a peak in one corner, exactly the same setup as Snowden. But instead of being like what Snowden's like 195 meters, it's like 1,095 meters. It's like, mm. I think, banking on 4,000 meters. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. F- Sorry, I don't know the footage, so you're gonna have to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, talking about Lone Eagle Peak, is that it? Oh, I'm coming. It's called Long's Peak. Let me. Long's Peak. <clears throat> yeah, Long's Peak, Colorado. Oh, okay, I got it. I got it. I got yeah. it. Yeah. It's just near Boulder. Um, okay. 
so that was that plan and then I had a big dream that before the age of 40 I want to climb the Matterhorn oh um, wow that's something I've really it's like that pinnacle like what is a better looking mountain than the Matterhorn do you know what I mean it's like the best looking mountain out there um yeah at least climbable like I don't know climbable. if you know know your mountains but obviously you've got like uh the patagonian andes and you got like like patagonia same as my grandpa like he's obsessed with patagonia so i'm obsessed with it i want to go down there at some point but i'm also very aware that fuck climbing half of those mountains because that's terrifying but i would love to see i can do it i can do it man i don't know how i've never experienced like altitude sickness so i don't know what Mm. my tolerance to that sort of thing is um but yeah so i think colorado would have been a good test because that's exactly a mile high up yeah, well, that was the, like like the stepping stone of like Pyrenees is like around about two thousand or like three thousand meters, and then Colorado, you're in your fours and your five thousands. I thought this is a natural progression to kind of yeah, but yeah, like I said, that's kind of on hold for now. If I can make if I can make enough money as a as a struggling art student, then I'll mm. definitely still consider it. But for yeah. now, it's like pending. Yeah, I was um I've always wanted to do Kilimanjaro to be honest. Wow. That's a fat one. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. A, f- a friend of mine in school did it um with his dad when we he was what well, we were 15 and he did it with a collapsed lung. So I mean it's sounds- yeah. Jeez. How long is the <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Time. How long four is day, that, or... you know? Wow. Mm. For it's it's if you're like really know I've I've had to funny enough for someone who's never going to and never has I've had to <laughs> kit talk a few old boys who come in so used to come into the shops like I'm gonna do Kilimanjaro what do I need I'm like well it depends <laughs> if you're doing like you know like you can do it comfortably in five days most most guides take people up in I think four days um, yeah and if you don't care about climatization and you're a hard nut you can do it in two days uh but yeah you know, it looks like it it's uh it's definitely a good tester for like how you because it's a very it's it's never really like which is why it doesn't probably have interest to me is because it's never really like an aggressive walk like it, yeah. it's yeah. just a, it's fairly just steady going up which is great mm. like it definitely is it's a cool but the reason i like something like the like the matterhorn or pit like the pyrenees is because it's a lot more like it's sheer exposure yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like I also don't, I'm, I'm not on the level to be like multi-pitch climbing or anything like that. So I'm kind of like a nice grade, nice grade three scramble is what I'm comfortable with at the moment. Yeah. For me, it was like Kilimanjaro is attractive because like you said, I haven't hiked outside of the country. So if I'm doing Mm. something where I'm traveling quite far, I don't want to put myself at too much risk because We've got free healthcare in this country, and if I fuck myself up in a foreign country, that's expensive, man. Yeah, good luck breaking your leg in the United States. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> you have to go, you have to be flown back home. <laughs> it would probably be easier. Yeah, it probably would be on a cheaper plane. to just go back home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys uh, pay for ambulances, like what? Yeah, we, it's we, crazy. So, in this country, some people call an ambulance four or five times a day just because they're lonely <laughs> really? and you guys and you guys got to pay for that crazy yeah. it is pretty wild that um all the other first responder services are covered by like the government you know it's, it's mm. part of your taxes but mm. 
ambulance the one thing that you think you need the most is Ooh, yeah. for real yeah shout out lobbying it's a great great time <laughs> <laughs> uh well i think we can move on to the nylon section of the pod mm. whoever would like to go first tell me a little bit how you got started getting dressed yeah, I'll, I'll let Matt start because he's because yeah. he's he's the art student, so I'll let him go. First. <laughs> he's probably got a lot to say, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh damn. Well, I've always been wearing like outdoor kit, um, and I got into Patagonia first because it's yeah the connotations. Um, I'm a big fucking like I'm normally I I'm I'm very much eat the rich, but I've got a soft spot for Yvonne. I think <laughs> he's a, yeah. he's a, he's a bit of a legend. I've been reading his books and stuff. So Me and bestie. Oh. <laughs> just so when he talks it makes me all fuzzy you know <laughs> just some good shit um but yeah so patagonia was my like my og like used to wear that brand quite a bit um like dov days even then well i say that i got patagonia quite late because it's fucking expensive so mm-hmm. um but nah because i was like a scout and that so i used to just wear like but not like gorp core but just like hiking stuff just around all the time yeah um i mean gorp core didn't ex- really exist exactly like well it was like i remember that i i remember the term coming up on occasion but it referred to a completely different thing well yeah it was mm. good old raisins and peanuts it was like yeah, the trail yeah. hikers in america that were it's like were yeah super lightweight and stuff and just going as long as possible i mean that the term's pretty twisted now yeah yeah it's basically especially here it's like a glorified like techie y2k sort of aesthetic mm. now Whereas like like you don't you never want to wear a pair of Oakley fleshes in the mountains, but it's like <laughs> you, you don't, don't want to wear Oakley when you're hiking, period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like um no, so I bought I got my first so like when I first got my discount at Cotswolds, I literally was like, What's the most expensive jacket I could buy? <laughs> mm. Um so at the time they didn't stock the Alpha SV, they only had the beta mm. SV, so I got that um oh your fate your fabled jacket no uh, it's been through the wars that fucking thing now now i'm in an alpha sv i I learned my lesson but um (laughs) no i got that i think 2016 late 2016 and it perished uh 2019 no 2020 2021 i think is when i finally gave up how'd she go um shout out to mumsy she find like it wasn't doing well anyway um i was poking holes in it and just mm. like like i does it uh, it suffered a, a triffin trip where triffin is a very sharp mountain and mm. scraping down some gaps and stuff it was hating that and then one day i um had it hanging up in like so we have like where we have like an all-purpose utility room um where the washing machine is and i was it was hanging up in there because it's the warmest room so it was just drying, like drying the top. It was wetting out already. Like it was drying yeah. that bit out. And then my mum just like chucks it in on the dark wash. Like, uh, and I was like, yeah. mum, why did it? I was like, mum, why does my, why does my jacket smell like fabric softener? Oh. Um, and I was oh, crushed. The, mem- the membrane never recovers. Yeah. No, I think I sent it to Arcturix like three times being like, if you, like, I don't know if you can at least give it like a deep clean and maybe that'll save it, but nothing saves anything after it gets fucked yeah. by washing detergent. So luckily mm-hmm. I got, you know, they're handing out them nifty little discounts. So I picked up yep. a 24K and I've had that since. And it's cool. It's cool. I do miss the SV though. The, the beta, I think, is the superior jacket for wow. 
for sure like um... i'd agree with that definitely i think the alpha's better if you're an ice climber but if you're not an ice climber it's not better for any situation it's the the hood the hood and the neck are the worst the part. hood no and the fact that it doesn't have any pockets like down low they're just chest that's a true oh, really i hate I that. Know that yeah i don't I mind that. that too much because i'm loyal to i'm loyal to trouser pockets so i'm, I'm mm. not too bothered by that um like I always, it always, because I carry my camera when I'm hiking a lot. So I remember fucking having my camera in my base recipe pocket. It looks like I've got a fucking colonoscopy bag, like <laughs> something like that. So I was like, pack it, like, yeah, um, trouser, trouser pockets, you know, I, I'm rocking mm. it. And also, as much as I'm admin of Arcturix talk, rab trousers, top yeah. of the game. Rab trousers. I don't know how much rab you can get over in the US, but rab trousers no, are a game you have to yeah so good um but yeah so yeah so basically i got into like fashion and clothes like around 2014 um i literally threw like i literally i think it was through a girl i met at school she she was new to our school and like my school like no one was dressing cool no one was dressing particularly interesting and this new girl Mm. comes from a different town and she's like on the first day she's wearing a supreme t-shirt to sixth form and i'm like oh what is this and then like Mm. like i never really got into supreme as much but then i kind of went straight in on the deep end and i was getting into like raf simmons rick oh wow yeah um, all the way that, that that level kind of stuff and like even now like my I get made fun of how feverishly quick my style will change. Like <laughs> the art school, you kind of have to fucking mm, wear school, the yeah. stupid shit. You know, <laughs> I dress like mm. a fucking idiot. If I, wore, <laughs> if I wore it, yeah, like if I wore it anywhere else, like Jesus Christ. But then at the same time, like I was still very much, I'm quite gorp. Like it's still mm. the gorp, mainly because it is affordable for me because I got a staff discount. So I'd literally yeah, had, yeah. I think at one point I had like 12 Arcturus jackets. Um, I wanted the Holy Trinity of like the most expensive valence jacket, the most expensive (laughs) leaf jacket and the most expensive mainline jacket. And then I got those three. And then the next step is I wanted to, no, I I lie because you had the fucking, you had the most expensive leaf jacket. Yeah, I've I've got the leaf alpha. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted that, but I I never got it. Um, It's my my main beater jacket. Actually, it's covered in anti-climb paint. That's the flex. (laughs) That's the flex. That was the same with. That was the same with my my Beta SV had had spray paint all over it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But and then just like scuff marks for days. Um, But then there was also because there's also that there's that other division, the pro division, and there's the guide jacket. Yeah, professional line. Yeah, you can't really get that, which is very hard to get. But that's like the pinnacle um, Mm. that I wanted to get. But at this point, yeah, I think I've got a Sirium. I've got my old Delta fleece um and then i've got my whole family in shells now so that's my new flex is the fact that when my family go hiking we've all got dead bird on <laughs> mainly because i was Hell fed yeah. up of seeing my dad in a fucking sprayway jacket oh, oh yeah <laughs> so, two sizes yeah. too big for him sorry for me it started with skateboarding when i was mm-hmm. like 15 16 so I used to go nice. to the local skate park um and one of my friends in school i haven't seen him for years steve um he was really into uk grime and hip-hop and stuff so um you've obviously heard of skepta so yeah. Skep- skepta was like big on supreme back in like 2014 so mm. 
in listening to Skepta through my friend, I got onto Supreme and then ended up like queuing up outside Supreme in the rain one time just to see what that was like. That was <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Gotta, that was that was like a fun numb. experience, man. <laughs> you, you can't do that anymore because it's all ticketed. Mm, but when we we yeah. did it back in the day, the whole camping for eight hours that was crazy. Um, then uh, from that, I sort of got into like fashion groups on Facebook that were like more into the higher end stuff. And I like like Matt, I just went four balls deep and just went on all the Raf Simmons and stuff like mm. that. And then I mean, I pretty quickly I realized that I didn't actually like the clothes that much. And it was more like a perceived like this this is cool rather than actually enjoying uh, what I was wearing, if you know yeah. what I mean. Like the outfit was great, but I'm like, um, am I you. wearing this? Yeah, am I am wearing I happy? This? Yeah. <laughs> so I sold I sold a lot of that off, and now I'm at the point where I'm looking at my wardrobe right now. I've got a lot of Stone Island jackets and I have a collection of shell jackets from different brands. And that's about it, really. Mate, uh, all we talk oh, about is your stony collection now. Yeah, it's, it's the, what's the new thing? What's the new thing Callum's found for like way below the market price? Yeah. <laughs> uh, or Oh, yeah. And I've also got two Kiko Kostadinov suits. That oh, nice. one, of, one of the suits I know is one of five. Oh. And the other suit is probably one of around thirty, I think. But is that it's... the uh, white and blue one? It's like a white and blue like checkered. Yeah, sort of, yeah. Checkered, I but... mean, I, I I can show you my wardrobe yeah, in a sec ahead. if you want on camera. Yeah. Get it out. Oh, it's right here. <laughs> so. Oh I mean, wow. That's that's the wardrobe at the moment. It's nothing. Oh, get the badge in. Badges uh, for days. Yeah. But... I mean, the main reason I've got into Stone Island is because it's a nice mix of like technicality, but wearability as well. For sure. Yeah, that's why so, I like it, too. A, a lot of the stuff I've got, I've gone for the more hardware and stuff. I like the experimental Stone Island stuff, but I find that it's too fragile. Mm. So I've got two reflectives. Oh, wow. The 2011 ones, which are like really hard wearing. Mm. Um I've got a 30 Annie, which I haven't worn because it's too big. So oh. I'm probably going to sell that one. Uh, I got this yesterday, which is on the subject of nylon. Yeah, that's my favorite. It's great. It's, uh, it's so cool. The latest season, Shadow Project, and it's Gore-Tex ah. three-layer. For the first time, Stone Island has yeah. used actual three-layer Gore-Tex. <laughs> not is it, is it pro uh, is it pro though it's not pro yeah. but it's um it's like one of their own face fabrics they've developed so it's abrasion resistant which is do you know what denier is 40 uh, 70 oh go on then yeah it's nice. <laughs> and i got this kevlar jacket as well which is nice. um the 1986 wow uh, my personal favorite of all the ventile uh, 2000 millennium like yeah, I should have a fur trim but yeah this is my favorite and then it's just a few other little pieces like I've got like a I'll start chucking them on here because I can't bother to hang them up again um I've got a nice 1995 denim mm, that's smart um, and then another ventile and then it's just various shells like I've got it's crazy <laughs> another shadow project field jacket uh ghost shell but it's like a blazer uh white mountaineering blazer shell oh, i like that 
Uh, I like the idea that you just have like three t-shirts though. Yeah. <laughs> That's a classic. Uh, I do love that. Vortex, which is fucking oh, wow. Contrast tape seems goes crazy. That's so cool. Two undercover Carhartt jackets with the middle undercover thing. Carhartt. Yeah, mm. oh. and then this beast, which I got for 150 quid, which I retaped myself really badly. <laughs> <Good stuff. laughs> um, and oh. then absolute banger, last of all, which is a ACG Nike Windstopper Sherpa. Oh. And then a few, just various T-shirts and jumpers. Yeah, like and three or four T-shirts, yeah, apparently. Yeah. I mean, I've got <laughs> like a massive amount of um, black T-shirts and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The uniform. Yeah. <laughs> but I've, then I've got a few rarer ones that only really come out on special occasions. That's mm. like me. I have like four brown T-shirts. Yeah. So I told anyone, anyone who, like, how can someone who likes fashion is wearing brown T-shirts? That's the rare Kiko suit. There oh, she is. That is really matching nice. trousers hung up inside as well. Yeah. You you sold the um the I can't I don't know how to pronounce it without typing it. On phone reaches no, the theme. I've still got that. I keep forgetting about that one. That white. Well, that's a number. That was a classic. Uh, yeah. I don't really wear it much because it's no good for this country because it's it, it weighs almost a kilogram. So you can imagine <laughs> how warm it is. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then various leaf trousers waterproof trousers god knows what so I've, I've ne- i haven't i've never owned shell trousers never had really? a pair i'll just let the dogs get wet i have i have one pair but they're like rain pants you put over actual shorts yeah or pants I've got two pairs identical of the leaf alpha trousers. Like you can't really see the logo. What Maybe. size are they? Uh, medium, both pairs. Oh well, I mean, if you only want one pair, you know who. To... <laughs> this, this pair is brand new without the tags. I haven't worn them. Oh no! I remember trying to get like a bib. I wanted a bib because actually Matt Wall here. Want to buy these off me? <laughs> Wait, what, what are those? <laughs> the gammas? Uh, no, alpha comps. Oh yeah, they're beasts. Look at them. They're um, <laughs> they're windstopper and uh, shell like soft shell mix. Yeah, I think my only trout. So I think I've got the um. What what am I wearing at the moment? I can't remember. I think I mostly wear shorts. Like I'm a shorts guy now. But yeah, um, I do. I've got a pair of and wonders I wear. Nice. Um, Lewis sorted me out with um. And like I thought, I'd only wear them as like lounge trousers, but I pretty much wear them for like any low low effort hike. And mm. then the rabs the rabs come mm. out for the heavy stuff because they got like crampon um, proofing oh, wow. on them, which is That's kind of because cool. if it wasn't for that, I'd wear the and wonders all the time. They're great. <laughs> mm. Like I can't flex. I'm I'm, I'm sad because I'm I'm not at home. I can't no, I can't no. I can't yeah. flex on the uh... <laughs> so. Yeah, if you were at home, then you would obliterate me. The guy opens, <laughs> guy opens his wardrobe, and he's got like the ten thousand pound Ralph Simmons Parker just chilling in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, in a, it's in a dust bag hiding at the back. But oh <laughs> mate, I've got this. We've just picked up this new kitten, and she climbs up my clothes. Like, cause I've got a rail. Ooh. I don't have a wardrobe. I have a rail. Uh-huh. And I woke up one morning, and luckily she was climbing up something that was cheap. But I was like, 
Or like if she went like an extra foot higher, she'd be hanging on to like like my final home fleece that I'm like there's like one in however many from 1995. I was like, please don't do this to me. <laughs> but yeah, no. Since going to because yeah, I ended up going like in and out of Gorp because I kind of got into Gorp core like before the wave really started. And then when the wave started, I just started buying more as well because I was like, well, yeah. everyone's wearing it, so I'm gonna go balls to the <laughs> wall. Um. And then as soon as I got into CSM, and then I was like, nah, I need to get back to like the edgy, weird, like deeper into fashion shit. So kind of, yeah. So more back into Raph. Raph's been there since day one. He always will be. Um, and then like Final Home's my thing at the moment. I love Final mm. Home. Just really cool. Like I want to get, I haven't got any yet, but I want to get some like mountain research. Because um, yeah. it's all this stuff that like, rides like that weird hyper functionality uselessness but i love it because it's so like you're you're trying to fix a problem that doesn't exist which is so fun in fashion but everywhere else is ridiculous so like Like, yeah yeah like that meme of uh i'm wearing the mountain research 154 (laughs) pocket bomber jacket through tsa (laughs) and making them search every single pocket (laughs) (laughs) such a i'll sell my closer parker to buy that That'll be the next, the next. Now I need to wait for, you know, Tom Sachs has been canceled everyone. So yeah, yeah. he's done. I need to wait. Is, is, is the price of Mars Yards going to fly or is it going to tank? I'm, is I'm it going to be the Kanye? This depends if it's the Kanye effect or not. Is he going to come out and say something that makes everyone hate him? Well, the thing That's... is like, does anyone know what actually like, cause all I've heard is that he's built like a cult environment within his studio, but has I he heard done there was, I heard there was a sexual abuse claim. Hmm. okay i might have to sell god oh, I don't... <laughs> yeah i mean that's like still wearing gosha rachinsky like after the whole like show me penis shirt oh man i've got i've got a bit of gosha hiding somewhere still i think it's because you just can't do anything with it how can you get rid of <laughs> yeah like my my friend wears out you know the um the like sport stuff he did like yeah. Cyr- cyrillic like pack bet i don't know how you pronounce yeah. it um, mm. He wears those. Rasfet. Yeah, Rasfet. That's it. He wears them all the time, and I, whenever he wears out, I'm like, "Oh, you're wearing the pedo jumper." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I had the, the the sports beanie, and there's like the yeah. non beanie. It's just yeah. it's like so fucking yeah. But I, I'm oh, I'm praying, looking at them stock egg prices of the twos, because I've got a pair of twos sitting at home that I've been too scared to wear for like the last really? like three years, so. If they if they hit if they go if they start climbing I'll hold but maybe this is finally someone maybe telling so. me to sell this is how I get mm. rid of them. Did you uh did you get them for retail? Yeah, I need That's to shout crazy. out my guy Chaz. I feel so bad. I didn't even get them for retail. My friend oh. got them and didn't want them and sold them to me for retail. Wow! And now you're holding on to something that's worth like five thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and like oh. i i walk like i very much was like especially early days like i was like no because when they were only worth like a k i was like yeah fuck this like i'm gonna wear them like i remember there's like a famous picture of me um chucking them in the recycling bin at the adidas shop in carnaby street um <laughs> and like just freaking out like there was like a group of international kids there just like freaking out with me doing it and like stuff like that and but then after a while, I was like, okay, they're getting a bit too expensive where I can't warrant the behavior. I'm like, so they've just sat in the box and I've been too, like I wear them. I think I wore them once to uni the other day. Like I wanted to wear my most expensive, stupid outfit 
just mm. the seat just the, but i just felt sick the whole time because i'm like <laughs> i need just one crackhead to smear smear his own shit on me and i'd be screwed like north london is is, is scary ends when it comes to crackheads <laughs> um but yeah fucking yeah wore my most expensive outfit and was like that was horrible so i'm gonna stick to just wearing my patagonia fleece and some my my meryl hydromox which is like probably my most worn shoe at this point talking shoes i'm pissed man i um (laughs) yeah i know i know i was waiting for you to i've given you you told you told me to bring it up so i will um i i like to go on ebay and buy stuff for like less than market value and then say i'm gonna flip it and never do it's like a really (laughs) bad habit so that's that's why i got that um shadow project gore-tex jacket because it was mm. brand new with the tags for 499 pounds and on the tag it says retail 1400 so i was like okay i gotta have that but well after i bought that i was scrolling it was like recommended on the search because obviously it, ebay knows your like sizes because you regularly buy the same shit so it recommended size 11 boots and it recommended mm. a pair of roa um nicole mclaughlin and i was like what oh so I clicked on it and it was the collaboration she did for a shop in New York. I can't remember which shop it was now off the top of my head, but there was only eight pairs worldwide. So oh, obviously, obviously there would only be one pair in my size and uh, it was on like offers and the lowest offer was 300 and they accepted it and I was gassed. And then three days later, after the guy said he's going to post them, he, re- he replied saying that, they were going to be brought down to him from far away by some <laughs> mystery person and what? they f- they forgot to bring them to him so he's going to have to refund them is this oh, so was... did he just want a payday loan or did the boots never exist or <laughs> is is this guy like this person mythical person able to travel a long distance but unable to enter a post office I'm really unsure about. I mean, I replied to him and said, "I don't understand. I'm quite disappointed, to be honest." And he yeah. hasn't got back to me. Yeah. <laughs> that is like, the most crazy excuse, though. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I'd have been fuming. I mean, they probably weren't going to come with the accessories anyway, judging by the photos and judging by the fact I asked if they were coming with the accessories and got ignored. <laughs> but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I... I wanted the thingamajiggers. I wanted to walk around with like survival gear on my feet. Yeah. Yeah. Were, were they like, they were a rower? Were they the Crocs that she made? No, the they, they yeah, they were the rower Andreas, like Kudu leather, oh. black high tops. And they were the ones they had like two pouches on the front that were like attached to the laces. And then like an artist bag, like strapped around the side mm. with like pen- pencils in. And then the other oh. shoe, the other shoe had like a compass, a torch and a Sharpie hanging off of it. It's like those, um, is it the Merrill, the Merrill jungle mocks, which have yeah. the yeah. bottle attachment. I want those so bad. Mm. I think they're sick. I have a similar story. I've got some, e- I'm deep in eBay at the moment since fucking <laughs> grailed prices, grailed fees have gone up. I've barely yeah. touched I've been more into eBay again. And um, so I'm in my lumberjack arc at the moment. I fucking oh, love chopping nice. wood. Uh, we've got a long yeah, burner yeah. stove. So I've been like finding like wood by the side of the road, right. chucking it in the boot of the car <laughs> um, and just going home and splitting it. 
So I want the truth. Been... Don't tell them the truth, Matt. You only upload those videos you split, <laughs> split, splitting wood on your Instagram story to attract women. Come on, oh, you yeah. should see my you Are should you... see my like ratio, guys. All you're I like that one is... guy who's like hip thrusting and fucking, taking his shirt off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. Wear, I got the wife beater vest Spit on, on and it. everything. <laughs> Literally, the amount of people who sent me that fucking video, I feel so exposed. <laughs> Literally, I mean, it's a hundred percent true. Ninety percent of my story is either kit my kitten or me chopping wood it's the yeah, ultimate it's just it's just riz it's just like <laughs> it's just riz. there's no other way i can say it <laughs> no but um but like now i've been getting in the lumberjack accessories and i don't know if you know because uh, i'm new from it from a british perspective but like the big og like leather american boot companies like nicks and whites mm-hmm. and i've i really want some whites smoke jumper boots they're like something like i watched like i don't know if you watch that guy who cuts boots in halves on on youtube i've seen um, a couple of stuff yeah yeah he he did one where he's like this boot has 80 nails in it or something i'm like mate i want the most durable boot of all time for no reason <laughs> so and there's a pair that went up on ebay literally because you have to buy them in like your perfect width and like your yeah, perfect last yeah. so literally my size my width my depth a guy was selling them like they had the wrong sole on, but I can get them resold. So I was like, okay, I'm keeping an eye on these smoke jumpers. I can get some smoke jumpers. They're normally mm. like 700 quid or something crazy. And he takes them down today because they were sitting at like 21 pound with like a day and a half left. He took them down and like I messaged him, I was like, where the fuck's the auction? Like, I want these. Like, I'm I'm ready to snipe the bid. And he's like, mm. oh no, I don't think they're gonna go for what I want them for. So I took the bidding down. I was like, how much do you want for them? And he's like, oh, I'm not going to let him go for anything below 400 quid. I'm like, he's like, he said, he's like, he said that they're 15 years old. I'm like, even the best made boot in the world. 15 years. Yeah. It's like, bro, like he's worn them three times. I'm like, (laughs) have you ever put any like fucking like treatment on the leather? Like, you know, leather just decays if you don't do anything with it. Mm, That's my... That's like it's, it's very different to the the Nicole rowers, but that's been my kind of that's what that's the boot, the next boot for me. I've got all of my hiking boots in order. Mm. Now I need some lumberjack. I don't need. I want some lumberjack. No, you need them for the videos. You need them for the videos. Exactly. <laughs> there are them. Some fucking beautiful Levi's. The wife beat a vest. You yeah. Know? Perfect. So I just need to start drinking. Like what? What's the, what's a good lumberjack beer? Like what should I? I don't know. A lumberjack beer? Yeah. I would think a lumberjack would drink whiskey, if I'm being honest. True, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably go with the whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, Straight. (laughs) Oh, just just a bag before. (laughs) (laughs) Just chop a tree down in 30 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think as far as shoes go, I'm pretty happy with what I've got at the moment. I've got like four pairs of kiko asics and um two pairs of rower boots and two pairs oh, nice. of uh german bundeswehr um like sbs boots that i use for hiking they're from like a brand called hakes don't know if you've heard of them probably not it's like yeah they're, they're like indestructible but yeah i mean shoes are shoes are shoes aren't they as long as they serve their purpose and your feet stay dry I mean, there's a certain element of it looking good, but shoes yeah. don't last forever. So, especially well, apparently now. they apparently they do. That one guy, <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you've noticed that, but I I feel like shoes the soles wear out way too quickly. Yeah, I feel like 
I don't know if Vibram are like pulling a gag on everyone where they've deliberately degraded the quality of the tread on the bottom of their soles, but every Vibram mm. boot I've bought in the last few years, the soles seem to wear down really quickly. Oh, it's, the thing is it, is, it is tough. I do get where Vibram comes from with a lot of this. So we get the we used to have the rep come in talking about, oh yeah. Um, the problem is, is that like the best before it's like the same it's the exact same as like f like how an f1 tire won't last an entire race if you want the best grip you're not going to get the best longevity mm. and it is finding that balance like you that's why you got the old boys who are like yeah my fucking soles are my shoes my old scarpers have lasted me 25 years but you know as yeah. soon as there's as soon as there's a bit of rain on the on the track they're <laughs> fucking skidding all over the place <laughs> um but like my like i'm i my like my probably most worn boot at the moment is my i got some last Sportiva tx4 mids oh, nice. which are basically just approach shoes but they're like yeah i've got the heart but the mid version so they're like a boot i wear them all the time um and the 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 compound on the sole is amazing, but it, it it does wear. Like if you're wearing it, if you're wearing it on any sort of like abrasive surface, like mm. I can see I can see everything wearing down well quick. Yeah, but like I had like an error, especially like getting really in. I was kind of the 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 boots the boot specialist for Cotswolds Outdoor, so I really got into like. Because like you can get like soles designed for mud, for slate, for different types of rock, um, and it is like like a, like the salmon like salmon for example, contour grip salmon soles fucking mm. not gonna last. They're just not, but they'll be pretty good at like especially like a speed cross. You're not gonna get a grip like it. Yeah. But Vibram, I think, are riding like a difficult um, wave at the moment where now they're really popular everyone's expecting them to be like game changing yeah it's it's difficult like i do get it um so you, you either get like really good performance or you get really good longevity it's really hard to get both and if you do get both you're paying for it so like for example i've got like my winter boots are the rebel scarpa rebel mountain techs and they're insane like the perfect grip perfect like this they're, they're really stiff um and like I've had, not, like I, I wear them all season round sometimes and like I never get anywhere on them. They look brand new. Like I mm. wash them straight after. Um, but yeah, it's it's tough to kind of figure out like what boot suits what and then making sure you get the longevity, especially when in this day and age, fucking sorry, I'm going off on one now, but like, um, mm. like people aren't resoling boots anymore. And, no. and it's not the fact that they... Even if they wanted to, most boots can't be resold. No, um, the way they're designed, especially like rower boots, they're built with like a glue construction and because they've got that like, like rib, that like composite rib on the side. Once that shoe goes together, it, there ain't no taking yeah. that shit apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like few. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the same with jackets, like seam welding and stuff like that. Mm. It's um, yeah, it's all stuff that designed for performance, but you know. It's like me being mad at my beta SV dying. It did live. Yeah. It lived its life expectancy. Like they're supposed to survive about five years before you should be replacing a Gore-Tex jacket in this yeah. day and age. Mm. That's, that's one thing that got really repetitive as admins of an Arcteryx group. Oh, I stopped replying yeah. to all of the people now because I made a washing guide on how to wash your Gore-Tex jackets through, yeah. not through like Arcteryx's like recommended method. I don't, I didn't follow that. I made my own method based on trial and error. And I would always respond to people and give them the guide. But I don't think people understand that your jacket's going to wet out if you wear it more than five times and don't wash it. 
And yeah. if you wear it all the time and you don't wash it, and then you don't, you can't expect to wash it after two years of owning it and wearing it like every day and mm. not expect it to delaminate. And trying to explain that to people is it's never ending. They don't get it that Gore-Tex is a piece of plumber's tape stretched out and glued <laughs> together. That's all it is. It's yeah. nothing fancy. Yeah. So if, if you let sweat get into that, it's going to fall apart. They just uh-huh. don't know. They, they think because they've paid £500 for a jacket, it's going to last forever. 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 And yeah. that's not how it works with performance shit. Like Matt was saying, if, if you want it to be breathable, that shit's going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That's why I got to have the pit zips. Yeah. Fucking, oh, I swear down. <laughs> Love some fucking pit zips. <laughs> what did you say earlier? You said a life without pit zips isn't worth living. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's, <laughs> especially with an Alpha SV, Christ. Oh yeah, uh, winter I, I, conditions is fine, but as soon as yeah. that humidity is above like, a certain amount, you are uh-huh. regretting I, that. I call the Alpha SV the boil in the bag because <laughs> if, if you're not in like yeah at least minus one degree C, you're you are gonna be feel like you're being rained on with your own sweat perspiring Jeez. and dropping off the inside of the jacket. Like yeah, that again people be like hmm. Alpha SV, most expensive, therefore best jacket. That's and the then best. they 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 hike in it in like humid conditions when it's like raining like mildly, and then wonder why they get soaked. And they're like, the jacket doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's the risk. Like I've recently had to. Like, well, I say had to. I recently decided to get all of my family in Arctic jackets, and um, yeah. it is like. I think I had to go through a few of like guys sending me jackets who they've clearly just bought it for, for hype and haven't washed it properly. Yeah. I'm like, this, this isn't going to do anything when I actually get in, into using it. Like, mm. yeah, it, it almost needs, I mean, I know, I know it's a bit ridiculous, but it almost needs like on the big Gore-Tex logo, please don't fucking wash me with <laughs> fabric. Clean. Like it's just gonna... put it on the back of it. Yeah. Put it on the back of the giant logo. Please do not wash. <laughs> exactly just never wash yeah, just never stink. wash <laughs> i actually one time i was in a, a like a tradesman uh warehouse for they sell like work clothes and gore-tex boots for work and like high visibility stuff it's, um it's called arco and i was in there one time and they had like a, a gore-tex i guess the rep had been in the week before and like put a display up of like they had like the the famous like store mat and like the, the black diamond with like the light up and stuff like that and there was a little like reps booklet he'd left that was like i guess not for the public to see and i was scrolling through and it had all the different membranes on and the ratings and the, how long they're rated to last and it actually said on there that Gore-Tex three layer, if it's worn daily and washed once a week, isn't designed to last more than 365 days. Wow. Mm. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's the same with boots as well. Like um, I used to have old boys coming in with their Merrill Moabs, <laughs> oh, which yeah. is supposed to really, only, like you, if you're supposed to, they're, they're not supposed to be on anything apart from mud and they and it's like, really? okay. And they're like, oh, I want to return these. They've worn down way too quickly. And I'm like, mm. okay, well, are you wear like you're where you walked into the shop on tarmac. Are you like just walking around on pavement? Pavement kills like hiking mm. boots and shit. Like it's so bad for it. Um, really good, a really bad shoe. Shooting, shooting a uh, bit of a traitor here. Arcturix shoes, terrible for it. Mm. Like, um, like the the Arcturix trail shoes. That was like one of the big early problems they they're working on it now and like if you get like the bouldering 
not the bouldering the like the approach stuff it's not too bad because they 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 do what Las Pativa do where they've got um components from rock climbing shoes into the rubber as well as like so it kind of works on tarmac you can wear them but yeah if you've got like those muddy nice fucking knobbly like soft <laughs> like soft shoes they're just going to wear yeah. down really really yeah. quick that's one thing i love about the hakes boots like i got them you can get them from military outlets on ebay i got both of my pairs for a sub 100 pounds <laughs> and i know that they're, they're gore-tex four season so they're insulated um and they're like waterproof leather as well but the sole isn't vibram it's like their own sole and because they're i guess they're designed for all types of military activity they're so hard wearing to pavement and stuff like that like, yeah. i've got one pair i use for hiking and then one pair which is like my absolute beater pair i <laughs> there was a period where i was going caving at least once or twice a week really for a while, for a while yeah and they, beca- they became my cave mongrel <laughs> yeah, they, be- they became my caving boots because like everyone i was caving with was wearing like wellies or like oh like you know those like overalls you can get that have the boots built into them and stuff like that they're wearing those and Wait, i would just waiters yeah yeah that's, that's the that's the word i'm looking for waders and the hakes i was gripping better than them in the in like the, the mine like i don't know what you want to call it is it is it like slag is it is it called that like the like mineral <laughs> deposits mixed with like water and mud and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, bunch yeah. of slags. <laughs> <laughs> so like, they're all like slipping about in that, and I'm like pacing through it, absolutely dry feet. And I mean, the soles look like almost like brand new on them. I don't, I don't know what they're made of, but then I guess the sacrifice you make is there's no flexibility in it, and if you start like going downhill when and your your laces are a little bit loose, your your toes are going to get. I got to, when I last went um, wild camping. I got toe compression, and it fucking sucked. Oof. It's just you can't fucking walk afterwards. Yeah. No, I'm luckily I do well with the the TX fours. They're like so tight. When I first put them on, I'm like fucking hell. Why did I buy these? They clearly don't fit. But then like mm. as soon as I'm walking, amazing. And like they've never like I'm literally waiting for my toes to start smashing against the ends, and it never happens. They're like the best shoe I've ever bought. Like soon, if if they wear out, I mean I've had them for five and a half years now. If mm. they wear out, I'll just get the same boot again. Mm. So good. I think as well, far as com- for comfort goes, the best I've had so far are Roa Andreas. What do you guys think about walking in XT sixes? Since that's like the cool thing to wear. It's not gonna last. I've tried it. Like I've no, got. I have. I don't XT6s. think they're comfortable. I don't, yeah, I don't think they're comfy at all. The, I can't the... wear Salomons because I have r- ridiculously <laughs> wide feet. He's got a hoofs, mate. Yeah, I, I, I have. <laughs> I have like size UK eleven feet, but I mean they're the width of size twelves, so I have to be very particular about what shoes I buy because otherwise I get awful toe compression or my feet get squashed on the sides. Yeah. So no, I, I can't. I'm... I can't buy Salomons at all. <laughs> I've got nice needle, nice narrow French feet, so I can wear Salomon pretty comfortably. Ballerina but, toes. Yeah, literally. Um, I'll do the little like dancey shit. Um, but <laughs> fucking, especially if you see me, see me down, see me on a descent. I, I'm like down there like a gazelle, like bloop, 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 on my tiptoes. <laughs> but mate, yeah, XT sixes. Like, the thing is, I get it. They they do look sick. Like I fucking I I like mine look cool. I've got the brown, the brown and red and like the autumnal ones with the slightly like brown outsole. 
and I got them on eBay for like 50 quid brand new. So I'm like, I'll take that. But like the fucking retail price of XT6 is not like they're, they're yeah. just, there's no membrane. The, the, the chassis is a watered down version of the 4D chassis. So you're not getting the full like grip technology and like mm. comfort technology. It doesn't even have the fucking Ortholite insoles in them, like the proper Ortholite insoles. But no, I mean they they're like they're comfortable. I've 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 like done like small hikes in them, but like like I said, with all salmon shoes, that contra grip sole just wears down. Like yeah. if you're not in like nice soft grass or mud, it's just gonna wear down so quick. I saw the yeah. um, broken arm XT6 has got restocked today, out of nowhere. Oh so yeah, they have, they have a full size run now on the Salomon website, and those are actually Gore-Tex. They, I'm mm-hmm. say you mentioned they're not membrane, but yeah, they're actually Gore-Tex. Yeah, yeah. some of them are, but the, yeah. Um, what's the one? What's I kind of want them. To, they're like, there's like a weird T- XT6 collab coming out. Is it? Um, it's like with a drink, or is it olives or something? I'm gonna find. I've got the picture somewhere. I'll yeah, fucking yeah. bring them up. You find but, um, while you're looking for that, um, I'm going to segue into the Q&A portion now, if you guys are cool with that. <laughs> I got oh, some yeah, questions yeah. for you. Uh, from your uh, story, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I couldn't tag Arcteric's talk, but uh, I, I could still get questions. <laughs> so <laughs> I've got a few. First oh, of found... all. Yeah, go ahead. I'll try to flex go these shoes real quick. The fucking scene. I don't know. if Is this a legit thing, guys? Oh, yeah. Like an olive He's... company. Arello. Yeah, Perlo, I'm buying these. If these are a real thing, I don't know yeah, if it's I love AI. those colors. I don't know if it's like because you know I don't uh, trust anything with this AI. I don't. Thing. I don't know if it is. Oh, so hard. If they make that color, if there's that, if there's like a colorway like that, sign yeah. me up, boys. I'm on it. Anyway, Christmas core. Christmas core. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the first question comes from One Pale Blue, which I've said his name wrong a lot of times. This is some this is some podcast lore for you guys. I didn't know how to say his name, and he let me. He actually responded twice and said his name. One, his name is one p eight eight l u e, and it's supposed to sound like one pale blue or Pablo because his name's Juan Pablo, but his name Juan Pablo was taken, so he just he made it sound crazy. But anyway, that's just for me. I don't <laughs> care about that. Uh, anyway, Juan Pablo asked, "Does your work convey a specific message or emotion?" Wow, that's uh does your work. I guess he's asking the art student here. Mm. Or he, he oh, might God. be asking about the uh the actual <laughs> or is it Arcteric's page talk? <laughs> it might be Arcteric's talk. What what emotion are you trying to invoke with Arcteric's talk? I mean with Arcteric's <laughs> <laughs> talk. Uh it's just I mean to be fair, our agenda has always been let's turn these little fucking hype beasts into actual outdoorsy people. We've always wanted to do that. Like yeah. um at this point, it's, we, it is what it is. It got too popular that it's like, whatever. But because yeah. especially when the hype first brewed up, there was this big battle between the gatekeeper elitist OGs who were like, they're coming over and taking all our clothes, <laughs> oh, taking all our waterproofs. Oh, and they're just yeah. Tesco's, you know, I wear my waterproof jacket in the mountains. Like a hundred denier is not enough. And it's like <laughs> all of this stuff. So it's... um. Yeah, I saw those posts on the Arcteric subreddit. Our hype beasts are going to be buying it all up. We won't be able to buy it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the main, I mean, I, funnily enough, the most, the biggest fallout from, I think, the hype wave, which I think is dying now, is definitely mm. the um, the the waterproofness of secondhand jackets. 
yeah. don't you can't buy secondhand jackets reliably anymore because you don't know if just some kids whacked it in the wash after his fucking true after yeah, he went to reading in it you know mm. you've got to be quite careful but no if in terms of um vibe the in terms of the the whatever i'm trying to communicate through arcteric's talk is to create an actual outdoor community as opposed to like a streetwear community that was always the idea mm. yeah you've said you've said everything i could uh ever input there i think beautiful so, so I, do i do i have to answer about fucking my art or is you no no, no no you can do it on your own podcast <laughs> gonna say, i'll shout that yeah i'll shout out my own podcast no yeah go ahead sure man i don't yeah yeah i mean i, I run my own podcast which is why i have a mic and he has an actual mic yeah and Callum mm. doesn't um <laughs> i mean but... what's the mic like it's just built the macbook pro latest mic it's I mean, you're, you sound fine I, the macbook pro is fine yeah the thing There's is, really is you can huge difference you can get up and like do stuff like i'll have to like yeah i have to I, take this with me and be like you know, yeah i mean i'm doing that yeah i'm yeah. doing that right now because my stand like if i had it on my stand it'd be like this you wouldn't be able to see anything <laughs> so you know i have to yeah. just hold it which i'm fine with it's not that heavy um and zoom kind of compresses everything anyway so we're yeah. all going to sound yeah. the same at the end exactly of the day. yeah <laughs> so honestly we should just be using the macbook mic but anyway uh next question next question Mikey Russell Williams, I believe that's his real legal government name, asks, what <laughs> do you think like about Spanish. LEAF becoming more strictly armed forces only? I don't know about mm, this. Good question. Good question. Wait, so, say that, say so, that again, sorry. Leaf, leaf being, okay. Yeah. The youth. I was like, yeah. The youth. What do you think about the youth <laughs> joining <laughs> armed <hard>. forces? <laughs> so I'm not really sure why, but uh so in the in the uk you could get leaf through a, a website called edgar brothers it was like a tactical gear distributor so okay. they would sell to the public and they would add like 20 percent on top of the government price for leaf kit and that was like their sourcing price i guess arcteryx have got fed up with people buying it for casual use when it's like military classified kit like the yeah. Gore-Tex on the Leaf Alpha I've got is mil spec TF2, and is the is the specs of it are classified. It's, so I guess they don't want really? people wear. Yeah, I don't. I guess they don't want people wearing that day to day. So I guess that's why they've restricted it. I don't know. I think it's a bad thing in general because it's just going to drive the price up of the secondhand stuff even more. And yeah. the problem the problem with the Leaf stuff secondhand is the people who buy it they're the military dudes and they absolutely thrash the shit out of it. I've seen countless leaf jackets for sale with suppressor burn on the sleeve where people have been doing like shady ops in Saudi Arabia <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I think, it, I think it's bad for everyone really because the military dudes uh, can't buy it because the price of the retail price of it is it's so inflated now that it's not even worth it for them because they're just going to burn holes in it and stuff. Mm. And then the secondhand market's completely shot. So, yeah, I don't like it. I mean, to be fair, I mean, I'm like, I might be chatting from a place of complete like ignorance or like I might be wrong in this, but I'm sure the people, so like obviously Leaf is the similar to like Patagonia's Mars stuff where mm. you can't get Patagonia Mars really at all at this point because. It's only going to be, it's just going to be private company by like buyers. Yeah. Like it's just, I was surprised be... to hear that they even still made Mars. I thought that it was canceled. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, they're always going to, you know, Patagonia, mm, as much as they want to be, baby. you know, <laughs> they need, they need that money. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a two evils, you know. They need where's that all, Lockheed where... Martin money. 
exactly they're buying all of that land down in south america but the reason they can buy all that land is because people you know the government are funding it yeah but yeah it'll be the same thing where i think the people who you know um i think we'll start seeing a lot more of the bespoke the bespoke like made to order leaf um as much less than the kind of because i mean I mean, I may have been wrong, but at least my experience of being in the leaf community is it seems to be nine out of 10 people buying like the, like the consumer level leaf stuff are people who are just using it for like, they're either ex fed who still have like a blue light card or have like a military card that they can use, or it's like matey boy. Who's going to be in full leaf whilst he's clipping rabbits, you know, it's like, yeah. I think a massive po- portion of the leaf community is airsoft as well because they yeah. do the, the milsim yeah. stuff and they want the Arc'teryx kit because it lasts. So they they've driven the price up of leaf anyway on the secondhand market. That's I think I can't remember who I sold. I think I sold a lot of my leaf to the airsoft community in the end. Mm. Like they've really. Um, like if you join the group, there is a lot of confusion when people are posting them fully armored up. It's like, is this guy like in like a fucking like private militia, or mm. is he just, or is he in fucking Thetford Forest with a bunch of other boys shooting plastic at each other? Like it's yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. You never know. Um, okay, next question is also dealing with Lee from Co-op. They ask opinions on Leaf stopping sales to non-military. It's like non-military yeah. and police personnel, which you kind of went over already. I just wanted to ask yeah. the question again. Basically. Yeah. So funding the death squads in Kuwait. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I think there's another aspect of Leaf that people don't seem to notice is any well, not every time. That's that's a, a reach. A lot of the time, if you watch a Hollywood movie that has tactical action in it, they're wearing Arcteryx Leaf. And that's all bought out just for one movie production. And then I don't even know what they do with it. Do they scare, mm. Do they just scrap it? But what any film like that's got military action and they all wear a leaf kit. Uh, so that's, it's, that's, that's a big uh, purchaser of it. It's, I think, I mean, in the first place, I think it was leaf was never really designed. Like before the hype, getting leaf was stupid hard. Like mm. it's you, you really only, you have to be part, like it was never supposed to be sold to the public. So yeah. it makes sense that, that now the hype is there. They've made it even stricter because mm. it's yeah. like I said, same as Mars. Like we shouldn't even know that leaf's being produced. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Let it's alone. For us normies. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're out the loop. <laughs> cool. Next question comes from tectonic theory. They want to know Dream Arcteryx collab. And we know the answer from Matt is going to be one that he makes because, you know, art student and all that. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'll just do the Greater Goods collab but for a fraction of the price. Yeah, dude, that was sick. The kimonos he made? Come yeah, on. Very That's good, my boy. I'm not going to slander James. No, no, I'm not slandering. I, I mean, I've got to respect the hustle, but I was yeah. fuming when that drop happened and it was way out my budget. I was like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I did have an answer for this. I'm going to let Callum go first because I yeah. did have one back in the day. If you would have asked me this question in 2019 or 2020, I would have said Kiko Kostadinov on oh. Terrace Collab because <laughs> okay. that, that would have been killer, but he doesn't yeah. exactly make tech clothing anymore. It's like Victorian mm. art house shit. So. Okay. Uh, at this point in time, dream collaboration with Arcteryx, um, 
maybe something unconventional maybe like yeah. a watch a watch brand or a car brand or oh, something like that okay. that would, i think that would be interesting like yeah maybe you know, undercover maybe... did a car car collab didn't they yeah undercover yeah yeah hmm. like if if you've heard of zinn the german tool watches like divers watches pilot watches that would be a cool collaboration oh, with yeah. Arterics. if they made yeah. like a, a like a cover maybe if you're watch like there's like gore-tex with like yeah little, you know one of those with like those yeah. nike jackets were they that had yeah yeah watch sleeve yeah yeah if they did like a, a gore-tex like pilot's jacket with like a watch viewer in it that would be really cool That'd be, yeah it's got to fit the ethos because i think like Arterix, they kind of they fell off Let's be honest. They kind of fell <laughs> off as far as like culture goes. I mean, they mm. never really they never bought into the culture. It was all yeah. from people well, liking it. I mean, and System then the A Club and System A. Yeah. yeah well, they, they tried. Yeah, it they started. Tried. It started, and I actually have a question about that later. But um, it started just because Gorkor got popular for some reason. Everyone mm. was buying Arcteryx. You know, Arctwizzy in the shower came out. Palace <laughs> collab drops. We've all done then, it, boys. We've all done it. <laughs> and System A <laughs> happened. And now they're kind of like, I feel like the entire scene has just migrated away to A, whoever will pay them to wear a jacket, or B, whatever they can find. And Arcteryx is kind of like a name people know about, but it's not what people are always wearing these days. Mm. I think the Arcteryx fell off for two reasons. May potentially spread into three. But yeah. I think majority of it is their customer service has gone massively downhill. When, oh, really? When the yeah. uptick, it used to be Arcteryx. If you had a problem with the jacket, you could, mm. I, and I was on the tail end of that when I got into the brand. Yeah. If you had a problem with the jacket, you could send it back to them. And nine times out of 10, they'd either fix it for free or like mm. 30 pound postage charge and like oh, processing. Wow. Or if they couldn't fix it, you would get a new jacket now there i've seen evidence of it on our group and people posting they're actually refusing to fix faulty jackets that have been returned because the person used nick wax brand detergent rather yeah, really. than the one that they recommend which is utter bullshit because it's That's all crazy. the same it's, it's all made all of the, the same, same stuff. stuff it's all comes from the same yeah. factory it's just a different label on the bottle like their their customer service right. A friend of mine bought a uh, Alpha AR from the outlet, Arcteryx outlet. Yeah, he wore it with me on two hikes. We got back to his car, so it was the only second time he'd worn it. And the liner, like you know, like the the nice feel they give the inside of the jackets, like mm -hmm. it's like made of nylon. It completely frayed on the back, oh. and it was fraying away, and you could see the membrane underneath. So my friend contacted Arcteryx and their response was, you must have been wearing a layer underneath that had a sharp or abrasive object on it. What? My man's wearing an Arcteryx fleece underneath. You're telling me yeah. your products are inferior. And they, yeah. in, in, in the end, yeah, they 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 took a, they took it back and fixed it for him. That's but he had, to, he had to pay £50 for the repair. Wow. And he had to fight for it too. Yeah, he had to fight. That yeah. was twenty emails back and forth over the That's period. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the customer service is fucked now. With, and with I mine, think, yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think the second reason is um, the fact that the prices at retail are astronomical now. Mm. I mean, one thing, or like one thing that I thought would have saved the brand, at least what I really liked about the brand was the artist series. I thought it was so mm. good. Like I thought it was genius. But the prices were too high. So, mm -hmm. um, and like to connect with like what I'd like to see more collabs with is they kind mm -hmm. of moved it. So, 
like way before us, way before the bootlickers and way before like the hikers and the airsofters, people buying Arcturix, or I say that stealing Arcturix for graffiti artists. Mm. So when they did, I think it was the New York collab and they actually collabed with a graffiti artist for the artist series in New York. Yeah, um, I remember when we posted that on our Instagram. Oh, that caused all sorts of that. Yeah. One of the most contentious <laughs> early day. But it's it a was. culture. It's a culture. Yeah. yeah. And um, so like stuff like that, like if we lean into that, like I'd love something ridiculous like like Arcturix and Sony Ericsson, you know, something <laughs> so like wild. Yeah. Wildly off off the off the grid. Um back in the day, I I mean not Arcturix, but a collab that I really wanted to see was rab and stone island like i think mm. they could because they're very much um like the the rab technology i think would fuse really well with like aerosanera stone island but like that actual Arctic... of the uh you remember the uh stone island jacket they did with uh nokia and it had like you could plug your no exactly no, no it was levi's levi's it was levi's <laughs> with Mas- massimo Osti. The Stone yeah. Island designer, yeah. yeah. It was like you could plug a mobile phone into one of the pockets and it had wires going around the jacket, and you could mm. like answer phone calls with like something built into the oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And like but... Johnny Watanabe's done the solar panel trench coats that yeah. you can plug your phone in and charge your phone yeah. off your jacket. Stuff like that's really cool. Mm. I mean, that would be a great collab. Johnny Watanabe and, and Arcturus could could come up. Oh, like, yeah, that would be sick. Um yeah. that would be sick. I mean, I really like it. It barely gets wrote, spoken about, and I can't remember if, what what side Cam's on, but I actually quite like the Jill Saunders collab. I thought it made sense. Oh, really? Um, I do, I do, I do like the Jill Saunders stuff. It was expensive, and I'm never going to own any of it, but like it, it yeah. made sense for Arcturix to do something like that. But um, unfortunately, because yeah. it was so close to the Palace collab, it yeah, it was like uh, people really were work. comparing it a ton. If they release it now, I think it'd be a different story. Yeah. But... yeah. It was like right off the heels of like a super hype beast release. Yeah, and it's it's, like, it's, okay. it's 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 modern day valence. It's like it's just valence. Yeah, that's what it that, is. And people don't even half people don't even know what like the people who are into Arcturus today are going for the badge. So they don't know what valence is. They're not right. going to buy something that looks like a unique low Parker. You know, yeah, for real, for real. Um, regardless yeah. to the spec. Yeah, and actually that that brings me right to my next point. I have a question for you guys. What are your thoughts on System A? Uh, have there been two drops or three at this point? I think the third drop's coming up next yeah, week. Organic or Lab like posted yeah. some stuff on the story of the new jacket is coming up. Yeah, I mean, my thoughts aren't. I I think they tried to cash in, and I think yeah. it's pretty it's pretty obvious they tried to yeah. cash in. They didn't really flesh it out as much as they could. System A, I think, is a really really bland and generic name. It doesn't stand out to me at all. Um, I think the jackets. They're not different enough to warrant mm. buying over a mainline Arcteryx jacket. And from what I've seen in pictures, it looks like this quality is actually worse than mainline. Yeah, definitely. So no, I, I, I agree. Well, one of the main things is I've always been, and I'm still with the jackets, is is the best part is they're no BS with the embroidery. Like a lot of hiking yeah. brands now do print because it's yeah. lighter and it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. But Arcturix stick out, and you know they'll still have the Arc- the Alpha SV, but they'll have a perfectly backed embroidered logo. Mm-hmm. The fact that just System A wasn't even doing stuff like that yeah. already put me off. Um, and like the problem is, is there's too many. Um, Arcturix was really good because it was consistent and it was 
kept revising the same shit. So it, you there was nothing new coming. It was just better versions of stuff that already yeah. existed. So they had like the fucking A to B line, the commuter line, the the val- you know valence line, the pro mm. line. System A was just another one on that pile. So it was like, and System A is just this weird. It's, it's almost the same price as valence, yeah, but is lower quality than the commuter mm-hmm. series. It's like, yeah. but it you know it looks a bit different. You know, it's got like. What were the weird fake tabs on the arm that just looked like re- yeah. Rico, like Rico tabs? Like I thought it was yeah. supposed to be the fucking like avalanche shit, but it wasn't. Yeah, and they put Velcro patches, like military yeah. unit patches, but they didn't put them full width, so you could only put the patches that came with the jacket on there. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what. Yeah, <laughs> and like um, one of the patches was like it was like a three M patch, but it wasn't reflective. It's like oh, it wasn't really yeah so it's like wow i I think from the marketing material that came out with the jacket i remember they were trying to like advertise it as like oh you can wear it in the city and then if you want to go hiking you can like slap at the like high visibility but (laughs) i mean it's like who's really doing that realistically yeah when i uh when i talked to cooper gill about it pre-launch he was saying that each it might have been when the first one came out and he was like each drop is going to be focused on like a specific activity Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he was even out of Arcteryx by the time the second drop even happened. But yeah. I don't know how much he had a part mm-hmm. in it. But mm-hmm. with the first one, it was like all of the promotional material was all rock climbing. All the shirts yeah. were like super like it was actually rock climbing shirts and rock climbing equipment that yeah, they sold. Yeah. You know, so like there was like an ethos there. There was a message there, right? Yeah. And then the second drop happened. It was like, hey, remember this jacket? It's white. It's really trendy colors. <laughs> it just seemed like it lost everything yeah you know what i mean everything that at least i was told that it was going to be so yeah for real like yeah you're right so the first drop yeah they heavily leaned into like rock climbing and stuff and then yeah the second drop they're like how can we captivate instagram yeah Um, i haven't even i can't like i think i roughly remember the second drop but um no i remember it all looking it's, it's kind of turning into that thing of more money on marketing than actual design um which is sad and you know, like coming back to like dream collabs, you know who yeah. could have fixed all of this? Doing an Arcturus talk collab, we we, we had it. They would have fixed it all. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's what they should have done from the start. That should that's yeah. instead of yeah. Palace. I did I did crazy. those mock-ups ages ago. Remember? We had a we had a field day, didn't we? We made yeah. a few mock-ups of like if we had <laughs> we wanted to do like retro the theta, bring it mm. back. Um. Yeah, in like wild colors. Oh so because that's those like like my favorite collabs are like the weird random store collabs Mm. that did like the oshmans the the um the livestock the concepts all of these those small collabs that were like slight colorway changes or like you know and that was it those went so hard like i think because they they have like a notoriety to them because you could only get them in that store yeah and that's what i would imagine like if we just did that if we just made our own niche colorway you know like that would have been cool but no i think the the system a line was kind of like burying themselves a little bit i think yeah i think if you're going to make a derivative you need to make it different enough to warrant purchasing over your own product and separate it and they didn't separate it enough i don't i think i think that's the crux of it for me hmm no, I agree. Nice. I'm out of questions for you guys. Do you have any questions for me before we wrap it all up? 
Yeah. What? Well, uh, yeah. So, what Arcturix? Do you own any Arcturix? <laughs> yeah, I just have a Beta AR. That's it. Oh wait, nice. that's not true. I have a couple atoms, and then a Kyanite fleece and a Apton like sun hoodie. That's all I got though. Mm. Nothing. And I have some like Stow pants, but I don't really wear them anymore. They're a little too yeah. tight for me these days. Do you think? Uh, um, do you think Arcturix is going to have a, like a successor hype brand? What's the next? Mm. That's a good question. A successor brand. Um, yeah, I mean the thing is, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. in general is dying, so it probably won't be an outdoor brand. But if there That's was just... another outdoor brand to come out after Arcturix, I can see that um, these smaller brands, I think, are going to do quite well. I don't know what yeah. Trees thinks. I don't know if you've seen that J A L brand. Yeah, John Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I honestly think the next wave of like the stuff that this scene is into it is going to be like people creating clothing you know like yeah like james john luke yeah yeah it's it's that early kiko vibe yeah it's crazy like that london parisian designer that makes small run tech wear i think that's the next Mm -hmm. thing yeah yeah i think colin meredith is doing it yeah Um, i love colin's work he's great who else uh the Leroy brothers with mm. Palfrey Heights just came out. Yeah. Um, and they he he posted a jacket a while ago that was super sick. They are they're not releasing it yet, but I would like to buy that. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be smaller designers that are more niche, but like exactly what people in our scene are kind of looking for. Yeah, that's what I think. I, I think it might have gotten now to the point where that's become popular, not out of their designs being inherently better like that, that John Luke guy, they, it just looks like early Kiko to me. Kiko, Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really look like something. I don't want to hate on the guy, but it doesn't look unique to me. It looks great, but it yeah. doesn't look unique in my opinion. All the like seam tape and stuff all over. Yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. I mean, CDG did that in like 2005. So it's nothing new. There's no such thing as an original idea. Remember? No, that. no. So oh, trust I... me. There's someone who's. who's, who's <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You it. know very many I'm just wondering whether is this wave coming from a point of people actually like I was saying earlier about when I got into high fashion. Is it yeah. coming from a point where people actually want to pay more for a waterproof jacket that's not going to oh, last yeah. any longer and it's just on the design because they like the design, or is it that? ego thing and it's like i have an exclusive jacket that you don't have yeah i i think it's a little bit of both i think there always will be hype and like oh i own this i whatever you don't there's always going to be mm. that that's that's going to exist for some people that's what some people enjoy and there's nothing wrong with that you know you guys mm. were talking about this is like one of whatever for like mm. some of the stuff you wear and there's nothing wrong with wanting limited items it's cool but i think like a majority of people I don't know. I I feel like hype, maybe it's just me, but I feel like hype in general is kind of a dead trend. You know, it had it's had its wave, but I don't think I don't think anyone would camp out for release anymore. No, definitely not. Those days have long passed. The the whole like, yeah. But I think hype's in a different way now. I think hype will always exist, but it's Mm -hmm. been rebranded as being like it's hard to put into words but you know that person on instagram who's like set in the trends because they're doing something that everyone else and everyone else does it later on it's like yeah, yeah. The tre- that's what the new like hype is it's like being a trendsetter and everyone wants oh, to find that's my trendy. opinion okay yeah i don't yeah. know what your thoughts are so the the hype is less around brand it's more about personal style mm, for real that's like you so, see yeah. like daniel Pasiti, people like that yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. So that whole like not actually making something, but mm-hmm. wearing having really other... good taste. Yeah, having good taste and like being like a, a curator. I think that's like oh, a big cu- curators get a big yeah. word at the moment. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing right now. I think that is the new hype. Okay. Taking off of what like these curators, like our our good friend one one four index and people <laughs> like that, they post yeah. something and then people jump on it and that's the new hype. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I see that for sure. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can't hate. I mean, everyone's always gonna subconsciously, yeah. whether they like it or not, want to do something other people are doing. Is yeah. There's no way of getting away from the human need to be perceived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you're on art school, bro? <laughs> Mate, are you? We're never gonna get to the 2016 hype we had. That tw- like summer 2016 had a had a whole new like hype idea. Mm. Like I want to go into like what I think is like the future of like fashion in general, but it is it is it is all around personal style and it is a pattern of like I think at least if we're gonna talk about Gork Core directly, like um it blew up out of almost like a like perfect storm, like mm. It was already coming into the mainstream anyway because it's on that kind of like it's kind of like that roadman aesthetic that kind of like in the uk at least um yeah and it's uh you know it has the next look at me thing with the with the arctrix logo and then that also like it started coming up even like a little bit with the and wonder logo had that same hype yeah. a little bit um the katamusen mm. logo like they all started having that reputation but then at the same time because it was during lockdown people were going outside more people were hiking more so it it was a it it was a natural transition um so i think now that like lockdown like the pandemic is pretty much you know an afterthought and the world is in a new stage of life mm-hmm. inevitably stuff's going to change and i think personal style um and wearing towards a personal style is the next step like mm. it's all about being provocative like at least in terms of like like the only things we hear about now are the ridiculous stuff yeah like yeah. uh the mischief, mischief. <laughs> yes exactly you know, um yeah anything mischief does honestly all their yeah. stuff is very provocative mm. yeah and that, and that's what and that's what sells I, I remember like so i attended the uh so csm do what's called a white show i don't know if you know what it is but it's like the first year BAs all make garments like, and they have to oh, be nice. white. They can't be any other color. And they okay. do a runway show and like, like people turn like, you know, the press turns up to it and stuff like that. Oh. I attended the last one and you can have the most perfectly well tapered, well-made <laughs> garment. Yeah. But someone behind them is going to be wearing like a and toilet on their head and yeah. it's going to, f- and everyone's taking pictures of that. Mm. Yeah. It's so like it's so funny because we kind of um in terms of like the industry like i don't know i can't comment for like hype or streetwear or where that's going but for, for industry it's all about being like it's almost a gimmick i mean i say almost it is a, it's all about creating a gimmick that provokes a reaction so it's yeah. almost like we've got to a point where as great as society as a whole <laughs> and our and our attention spans have shrunk so much that people want sensationalism rather than traditionalist like stuff that's well made and i think yeah that that's that's 
goes to your onshore point, Matt. It's like that might be the future of fashion, like five minutes of sensationalism. We're <laughs> seeing it with the mischief boots and stuff like that. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah. I, I I don't and maybe for like mainstream fashion, that's where it's headed. I don't think so though, as far as like people who care about clothes. I think like the mischief boots are a meme, but mm. at the end of the day, what's gonna prevail every time is like personal style. Every single yeah. Time, yeah, yeah, you know? I mean it is it's gonna I think inevitably it's gonna breed this like this return of like like a guy I've been watching on YouTube, I don't know if I can't remember his name. I think it's called the Iron Snail. He dresses he dresses very normal and he's a sound and he's hilarious, but he he is like I think he's the epitome of what's gonna come for after this wave of sensationalism of where people mm. will be like um it's like why I'm really into like like why I want a pair of white boots now. It's like it's now gone full circle where I don't want anything that's particularly innovative, but I want something that is perfectly crafted and has you know, because I think mm. the more people's attention spans are going to get shorter and people are going to want all this, you know, gimmicks and sensationalism. And, you know, you've got fucking Bella Hadid with spray on dresses and you've got um, like the most lifeless collabs that just put two names together and sell for thousands that obviously we're already seeing this with people making their own stuff and selling it, you know, all of these smaller things. I think you'd even say stuff like people like greater goods, even pioneered stuff like this, where like they're producing their own stuff. Um, But this is what's going to blow up. And, you know, I think heritage brands might come back, you know, I think we're going to get like a Renaissance, maybe a barber will come back in in a more kind of mainstream sense. Like I love the barber and wonder collab. I thought that was amazing. It was really nice. One of my favorite collabs. Um, at least for UK like heritage yeah. brands. Um maybe one day we'll see uh Matt Glanville as the creative director of Barber or something like that. <laughs> oh no, I'm aiming above that. No, 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 no. Above going... that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd I've CEO. I want to be namesake. That's my that's mine in the end. Name brand. I mm-hmm. think that's as as at this point. You want to be the next Raf Simmons? <laughs> Unironically, I think like <laughs> I would, I would love you know. I'm hey, I'm at the you point gotta where... you gotta have the high aspirations, you know. Yeah, like I mean, back in the day, I was I was I was like, yeah, I want to just do, I want to work for Arcturix, I want to be, you know, I want to work for Valence was kind of my goal, or mm. or yeah, or do something with fucking Eros and Hugh or something. But um, mm. now I'm like, no, I want to, um, yeah, I want to do like a runway show, like I want to be mm. on the runway. I think that'd be fun. Nice man, nice, sweet. <laughs> Well, best of luck with that. I believe in you. I think you can do that. <laughs> well, anyway, good luck with that. Yeah, you can do it, man. You can do it. You got it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you got you. enough raft. You know, you know how to. You know how to. Uh, yeah, yeah, I wore my raft to my like. my mentor <laughs> interview. So there you go. Nice. Uh, well, with that, I think we can wrap it up here. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Calma, Matt. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. Uh, keep in touch. Best of luck to you and your endeavors. Talk to you soon.